0: Love that. <laughs> Too late. We can't change it. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome to Tac Talk. It's so good to see you guys. It's been a while since I've been here. I had a little bit of an emergency last week, but I'm back. Haley and I are on the wrong sides, but we're just going to have to live with that for this episode. But this is going to be such a fun episode. I'm so excited. But before we get into it, Haley, how are you? What have you been up to? Uh,
1: you know, I'm great. I've had a long day, but we, this is the first week that Kylie's been able to watch BTE, like, right when it drops. And so we were watching it together, and we had a different plan for what we wanted to do this week. And I was like, you know what, scrap that. Like, we're just going to talk about BTE and the Elite for, like, an hour. So that's what we're doing. And I couldn't be more excited.
0: And you know what's really funny? The plan we had was, like, primarily Bloodline. It was. we were like, "Uh, forget the Bloodline. Let's talk about The Elite. (laughs) Because this episode of Being the Elite was pretty crazy. And it's just so fitting that it's the first episode I can watch. You know, my first week off after the semester, it's the first one I can watch. So, this episode, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be a lot of fun. But basically, while we were watching Being the Elite, both Haley and I tweeted... Just, like, things about how we're sad the Dark Order isn't on TV, even though they're, like, a big part of the story on uh, Being the Elite. And there was, like, a lot of comments from people who were like, um, excuse me? Like, <laughs> the Dark Order is involved in this? Like, Matt and and Kenny have, like, legitimate beef on Being the Elite, and it's true, they do. So we're just going to talk about it. We're going to have fun, because I have a feeling that this Wednesday on Dynamite... Um, both Claudio and Mox are wrestling in different matches, of course. And Kenny's wrestling. Kenny and Mox are having a steel cage match, which is going to be nerve-wracking. Uh, but also, pop, you know, probably bloody. I'm sure Don Callis will be there. Uh, maybe Takeshita will be there. I don't know. But Claudio is wrestling Phoenix. And it's the stipulation is a little weird. It's like, Double jeopardy. So, like, if Claudia wins, um, him and a member of the Black Bull Combat Club get a shot at the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. If Phoenix wins, just Phoenix gets a shot at the Ring of Honor World Title. So it's like, it's like it's a little weird, but I'm into it. uh We have a super chat from Kate, who is the best, and she says, "You guys are masters at this. Love you both. We love Kate." If you guys didn't hear, I finally got my masters finally finished this hell semester, which if if Tag Talk has seemed chaotic this semester, it's because it was. I was going through absolute hell with my thesis committee, my portfolio committee, a certain person who shall not be named who was trying to ruin my academic career. But it's all over now. And me and Haley are back. And you know what? We're talking about the elite. And it's just destiny that this is the Being the Elite episode that happens. When I can actually watch it and not like scan through two seconds before Tag Talk goes live, I literally sit here furiously. Like Haley wants the good stuff. Any timestamps? (laughs) Timestamps. I'm like, yeah, just like look for this. Like, (laughs) so that's the plan for today. We're gonna fill you in. If you want to, your question, your comment, your whatever read on air, make sure to submit a super chat. We'll read all the super chats. And if you, and also, if there's something in tag team wrestling that you really, really would like to see us talk about, we will. Just submit a super chat, and we'll take a little break. We'll talk about it. We have a super chat from Sky. He says, looking forward to hearing more about the Elite. Yes! So many of you on Twitter are questioning us about this. Like, being the Elite gets a lot of viewers. But I think it's just people re-watching being the Elite a lot. Because so many of you have no idea that Dark Order is involved in this at all. So we're gonna break it down for you, Haley. I forgot where we were going to start.
1: Um, I believe you wanted to start with like uh, Hangman and Mox, and like go back to that and kind of okay
0: bridged to the Elite
1: BCC feud, and then we'll jump from there.
0: Okay, just to fill you in, while Kenny Omega was out with nine hundred injuries, like on the verge of death, apparently. Uh, the Young Bucks, their trio tournament was announced, and their first choice was Hangman, which we cannot forget that their first choice was Hangman, because it's a really important wrinkle in the story. Um, Hangman, of course, said no. He, he went and he teamed with the Dark Order, which was a mistake, because it didn't work out. But, fast forwarding, Hangman is in this feud with John Moxley, mm-hmm. and... This was like an AW match that no one had seen before, but Hangman ended up getting injured in the match. He had a concussion. His comeback was great, though. He's talking about not remembering his son's name, which is tragic, and he comes back fiery against John Moxley. And then we get the BCC heel turn, the Elite are babyfaces, and all of a sudden, it's the Elite saving Hangman from the BCC. So that's that's like the lowdown of stuff that's been on TV. We have a super chat from our dad, Chris, who says... We'll just say this is the money from the birthday card I meant to send you, Kylie. Congratulations on your master's. You're both the best and do a better job chronicling these elite stories than anyone else. Thank you um, for the compliment. And also thank you for congratulating me on my master's. And it was my birthday. I had a long week. I had surgery. It was my birthday. Emergency surgery. Like- Emergency surgery. My jaw was like going to die. Uh, my birthday... I graduated on Sunday, and now here we are being the elite. It's, like, full circle. We've come full circle. But I think I covered, like, the base. I'll give Haley a little bit of time to talk because I've been talking a lot. So, Haley, the floor is yours.
1: (laughs) Well, in between all of that, we did see on BTE, and I guess this is, like, the first point that I wanted to bring up. Uh, We did see on BTE... Um, when everything was happening with hangman and the young bucks were out because of mass injury and stuff. And they were just taken off of TV. Um, There were clips on a BTE episode where the bucks were kind of watching this happen to hangman. And the BCC were like, like, where are your friends? Like you have no friends. Like they don't care about you, whatever. And the young bucks were so upset. They were so mad. And then the episode had ended with them like walking. They were in their houses, but they Mm -hmm. like, left off screen and presumably they were going to show up on dynamite that week and they did
0: and the this is where the dark order comes in which is why why i'm really sad this wasn't on tv so this entire time the dark order have been trying to prove that they are better friends to hangman um hangman gets attacked by bcc and dark order doesn't save him which it's like a big deal in the story because they've always always saved each other um So then the Young Bucks and the Dark Order kind of get in this little tiff in the locker room about, you know, who's a better friend to Hangman? Who cares more about Hangman? And it's comedic because it's BTE, but ultimately at its core, it's like the Young Bucks who think they're okay with Hangman, who want to be best friends with Hangman again against the Dark Order, who know that they've messed up and know that they haven't been great friends to Hangman because they're mad at Hangman. And there, Hangman knows that the Dark Order is mad at him. But now it's like Hangman is still torn between these two groups. But then you have Kenny Ombanga who is back. Before when it was Dark Order versus Young Bucks over custody of Hangman, Kenny wasn't back. No, It was way back before the Trios tournament. So now Kenny's here and Kenny does not care. Kenny is like, I don't care about Hangman. None of us love Hangman. Hangman None of us is friends with him. Like, Yeah. And interesting that Kenny and Don come back and Don is like in his Takeshita era I don't I don't know where we're going with that Takeshita thing we'll get into that later uh but Kenny is like defending Takeshita even against Hangman defending Don even against Hangman Mm -hmm. meanwhile the Young Bucks are just like that dramatic scene of Matt watching Dynamite on his phone and then it's just, like, his arm brace is just, like, on the couch. Like, he literally yanked it off and ran to Dynamite to save him. just his phone just on the couch. <laughs> so dramatic, and for no reason. But Matt, Matt Jackson has always been an emotional character. Um, even in, like, Ring of Honor and New Japan, and even before that, he's always been someone who's been really driven by love. And mm-hmm. uh, Nick Jackson, not so much, but Matt... Really? So
1: <laughs> he's a feral little little brother, you know. Feral little yeah, little he's
0: like, um, what's the name of the kid in Toy Story who like murders the toys?
1: With the I forget his name, but
0: I, Sid is that his name? Sid. Sid. Yeah, that's Nick. Yeah, but Matt is like, and Matt gets so heartbroken all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's so mad all the time. He's so emotional, and I really, really love that he's sort of center stage in the story, and um. Haley and I did a video a while back. I have no idea when. I have no idea what it was called. I'm so sorry. But we kind of talked about the the feud between the Young Bucks and when Kenny and Hangman were teaming. And it was, we, you know, we're talking about how that feud was essentially just Hangman versus Matt. So it's interesting now that that's been turned on its head. And now it's Kenny, who's like the odd man out.
1: I agree. Uh. It's really been interesting, like you said, kind of how Matt is so integral to this story. Because if you go back and you think about it, like, (laughs) he was the catalyst for all of this happening, right? And just his emotions getting in the way and his feelings and all that kind of stuff. And now he, like, genuinely wants to make amends and, you know, have his friend back and hangman. But there's so many, like, factors getting in the way. Takeshita dawn the dark order like all of these people preventing that from kind of happening kenny
0: even and i also so on being the elite brandon cutler not the being the elite theme song there was a different song that brandon (laughs) cutler made a sad song but the message of that song was basically like the elite is better when it's together and they win when they're together which is interesting because now in AEW and like the broad AEW universe, the elite is so big. It's not just Kenny the Young Bucks. It's Kenny the Young Bucks, Hangman, it's Adam Cole. It's Kyle O'Reilly. It's even Jay White to an extent. It's Takeshta. It's Don. And maybe Ibushi one day. So there's like so many different entanglements to the story that they've built for like a decade, more than a decade. Like, I, oh my god, like almost 15 years that these elite things have been building. And so really seeing that culminate here, uh, and I think it's a lot of fun, and I think everybody should watch Being the Elite, because you really do get a lot more of Being the Elite than you do on TV, for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't write TV. Sue me. Um, but I do think that eventually The Dark Order will probably be part of the story on TV, Um Alex Pulowski and I, which go watch Towercraft, we're sort of talking about it on Twitter. And it's almost like now if they just introduce the Dark Order part of the story that um, the Dark Order knows that Matt let Hangman win and Kenny doesn't. Um, So that blackmailing element, if they bring that to, to TV, it's almost like the BCC becomes irrelevant in that regard. So I I'm sort of curious how they fit all these puzzle pieces together with Adam Cole and Jay White out there, and Abushi and Takeshita and Dawn being shady. I'm I don't, I don't see how the puzzle pieces fit together yet. Well, and we also have Roderick
1: Strong now too, mm. and we never really got that the culmination of the stuff with Adam Cole because obviously you know he had gotten injured and Kyle had gotten injured and all that stuff happened. But when Adam turned on the Young Bucks, like we never got anything from that either. So I feel like that's going to come back around soon.
0: Yeah. And I I don't think uh, so. I'll, I don't know what, what the status is on this new AW show. It's going to be headlined by CM Punk. I don't think we're getting CMFTR versus the Elite anytime soon. And now that this Elite story is like developing in this way, I think CMFTR, like, we can do that later. I don't even want that right now. I want this story to really culminate and really come together. Uh, so back to being the elite. So over the past few weeks, um, there's been scenes of Matt Jackson on his phone uh, mm-hmm. texting Hangman, texting or te- almost texting Kenny, but deleting it. And he's been like really indecisive about whether or not he wants to tell Kenny that he let Hangman win uh, at the title match when about well, hanging and beat, beat Kenny for the title. And I, I, mean, I really do think it's going to come back and bite him in the ass. I really I really do think Dark Order is going to be the ones to tell Kenny. I don't think Matt is ever going to muster up the, um, the courage to tell Kenny about this because it wasn't that long ago that Cody came in and alienated the Young Bucks against Kenny. And that whole story happened, which... I'm sure we've talked about that somewhere. Go find it. Um, It's out there somewhere. Um, So, like, that is still lingering. Like, that wasn't that long ago. It's 2023. That was 2018, I think. Five years, whatever. Um, So, yeah, I do think the Dark Order is going to be like, hey, Kenny, did you see this? So, I'm excited for that. Well, and I
1: think they started kind of planting those seeds in like the past two weeks but especially on this last episode this week uh i thought that they were gonna they were gonna say something like when alex uh so alex reynolds had well the dark order had gone into the young bucks and kenny's locker room to talk to kenny and alex reynolds was like you know matt is keeping something from you and he was like Matt who and he was like Matt jackson and he goes my matt and he was like yeah He's, like, he's hiding something from you and, like, whatever. And he's, like, Matt would never hide anything from me. Like, there's no way. Like, F off. Like, whatever. And then, basically, they had, instead of telling them about uh, the nod and Matt and all that, they were talking about cheesecake. (laughs) And I I didn't expect them to, like, drop that. But I feel like, because then uh, Kenny had confronted Matt and Matt was, like thought that Kenny knew that the Dark Order had finally, like, said something, so I thought that, like, maybe he was gonna, like, the guilt was gonna just come over
0: him, and he was gonna be like, listen, I did this, but he didn't, he didn't, and I was- kinda- And it's really interesting, so, like, okay, so it's Kenny and the Dark Order in the locker room, the Young Bucks come in, and the Dark Order leaves, and as they're leaving, Alex Reynolds has this smirk on his face, <laughs> so he, he f- is fully aware that he's toying with yeah. Matt Jackson, um- Which is, I feel like that's super important to the story. Alex Reynolds, and it's not on TV. Like, the Elite BCC feud is totally exclusive of Alex Reynolds. Which, poor Alex Reynolds. Like, give the man something. Like, he's been so good on BTE and selling these stories. Um, But, so, Matt comes in. Nick gets kicked out by Kenny. Like, goodbye. Goodbye. And Kenny confronts Matt, and Kenny's basically like, "I would never lie to you. Like, I love you. We're best friends. Like, I've never lied to you." And then it turns to the cheesecake thing. But Matt Jackson was scared. He was, he was he so made scared. Your side eye too. Like he was, he was he so not. Scary. He was not looking Kenny in the eye. He was like, like you know, um, maybe this is too niche of a reference, but you know, like when you're at school. And you're getting like lectured at by the principal, and you're just like standing there. Yeah, that's what it was you're like. A little kid getting yelled at by an adult. Yeah. Yeah, and I would be scared too. First of all, because Kenny looked massive in the, in that tank top. He looked jacked. I'd be scared of that first of all. Not that I think Kenny would like ever beat up Matt Jackson, but the, you know, the worry's always the there. Is there? <laughs> Is it threatening when a man comes up on you and he's standing real close to you, like, whispering in your ear about how much he, like, loves you and would never betray you when you know that you betrayed him? Listen, I'd be scared, too. Meanwhile, Nick Jackson, I don't know where he went. He's presumably standing outside the door just doing nothing. I don't know. Just standing, just staring at the door, like, waiting. (laughs) nick jackson gonna be part of these stories and like
1: that's the thing like nick has no idea about any of this it's like purely between alex and matt nick has no idea what is uh what they're talking about whatever and they've talked about it in like recent bte episodes nick will be like oh like what did he say to you like what did he want and matt's like oh nothing <laughs>
0: like just like yes. why are you telling your brother Like, and they've had the same issue. You remember when Cody was trying to break them up of the t-shirt that Cody designed? He showed them each that shirt and neither of them wanted to tell the other one because they were scared of rocking the boat. We've been here before. (laughs) I don't know. But Nick Jackson just being like a side piece to the story is so funny to me. I love when he walks in and he's just like middle fingers up. Like, that was weird. Why was the Dark Order in here? What was the thing is that? The comedic element that Mick brings to BTE is so great. I love that. It's element. unmatched. Unmatched. I love that man. Uh, but I also, I also wonder if Silver and Evil Uno, on the flip side, if they know that Alex is doing this. Because the original threat happened. Uh, so they fought over Hangman. And then they're shaking hands. And Alex pulls Matt Jackson in. And he says, if you don't tell him, I'm going to tell it, referring to Kenny Omega. So I don't know if Silver and Evil Uno are aware of that either. If this is just a battle of the brunettes, I don't know. The battle of the <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's a great question, though. And I feel like
1: because, like, Nick is left in the dark, like, maybe maybe this is purely just, like, an Alex thing. And, like, him just, like, really
0: wanting to protect Hangman. I don't know. And then Hangman. So a couple of BTEs back. We totally haven't even talked about where Hangman is. There's this scene of Hangman with an eye patch because he got screwdrivered in the eye by the BCC. So he has the eye patch on. He's laying in bed with his little laptop. watching AW. uh, And he basically sees the BCC beating up Kenny and he's very mad about it. And then he sees the elite with the screwdriver uh, going after Mox, and then they do the spot with the turnbuckle, mm-hmm. screwdriver and the turnbuckle. No one gets screwdrivered in that in that scene, but he's smiling about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I talked about this, um, the TAC talk went after that episode of Dynamite aired, but Matt Jackson is very much of the impression that they are getting revenge for Hangman at that point. And Kenny is very much... I just want to beat up John Moxley because I hate John Moxley. And we've been in this rivalry for four years now. So there's like this tension between Kenny and Matt and Nick is just there. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll find a way to make Nick like some secret dark horse in this. I don't know. He's so scary. <laughs> just because he's so like unpredictable. Like yes. you just, you can't read that man. <laughs> like- no, he's so, he's so scary. Like, in the ring, once you see the ring, I'm like, okay, that's Nick Jackson. But, like, these BTE skits, like, at any point in time, Nick Jackson could throw up his middle finger and tell you to F off, and you gotta live with it. I'm just
1: waiting for him to, like, even though, like, Matt's not telling him what's going on, like, he knows what's going on, and he just blurts it out, like, opens his mouth and just goes, (laughs) like. Like, he's actually,
0: like, secretly, like, super socially intelligent, and he's just watching, and he takes everything in. Yeah, like, I would not be surprised if that's what happens. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised either. Maybe that's what's happening. But then, now, we also have to talk about Don Callis. So, Don Callis came back with Kenny Omega, which was weird, because Kenny Omega, when he came back, and especially when the Elite came back from the suspension... Uh, Don Callis is a bad guy, but the elite are like baby faces. They're good guys. Fans cheer them. So Don Callis being there has always been kind of weird. And then there's all these pictures of him following Takeshita around the world, like stalking him. And I think he did some stuff on like BTE once or twice too. Like being an absolute creep with Takeshita. But Don Callis' whole thing is that he like, he goes after the best and brightest to advance his own career. That's why he went with Kenny and Kenny won the world title, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This is not a Don Callis episode, but now Takeshita is here. Don Callis brings in Takeshta to save the elite from the BCC. And Takeshta is very much like not a member of the elite. And he doesn't, he has history, especially with Kenny Omega, but he had, he's not, doesn't have elite history the way that K- that hangman does or the way that kota Bushi does so where do you think they're going with that
1: well first i want to point out like the dynamic between the dynamic differences between kenny and takashita versus the young bucks and takashita like i feel like when the young bucks talk to him like it's it just seems like unnatural and like unfit and there was a clip i forget what bt episode it was like one or two episodes ago um where Matt is talking to him and he's uh he like doesn't want it, Takesh doesn't want anything to do with Matt. And then Nick comes in and he's like, Isn't Matt right? Like, isn't this the best story in professional wrestling? And is like, the bloodline's better. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. But as far as Takeshta goes, I I don't think his stint in the elite is gonna be that long um I am still under the belief that it's all a ruse and he's really part of the BCC especially with like Danielson coming back and Takesha and Danielson not touching in the ring I don't know I still feel like he's part of the BCC and we're gonna get a flip sooner than later
0: I definitely agree um I'm looking up a tweet because I tweeted about Takeshita the BCC a long time ago, and I just want to see the date. Um, Okay, yes, it was Takeshita was on a podcast, and he said uh, that he was studying a lot with William Regal, who's no longer an AW, but the BCC. Uh, And that was in July. So by July, Takeshita had bled on dynamite, earned his spot in the BCC. Which is like the whole thing. Apparently, mm-hmm. you bleed with the BCC. You can join the BCC. So I'm almost wondering if Takeshta is brought in as like the secret agent in the uh, in the elite. I think Don definitely has like underhanded intentions with Takeshta. I don't think Don Calls would ever bring in someone into the elite to actually help them. Yeah, especially when he's had his sights on Takeshta and has been alienating Kenny Omega, keeping Kenny Omega from going on the ambulance with the Young Bucks after they were attacked, keeping Kenny Omega um, away from the Young Bucks, all that stuff. So I definitely think Takesha to BCC is probably happening. As for when it happens and how, I don't know. I almost wish it would happen sooner rather than later, though. That way you can really, like... um, Because it's May 8th. I don't think this story is going to culminate at double or nothing. I think it's too soon. I think they're really going to drag this through the summer, but getting rid of Takeshita as soon as possible really gives you a lot of momentum in to getting hangman back in here. And then there's like the wild card of a mm-hmm. because when um on being the elite, there's that scene when they're in the locker room and Don Cowles is like, here's Takeshita. Like, and the young bucks are like happy about Takeshita being there because they're the young bucks and they're naive and pure and wholesome. And you have Kenny, who's on his phone, who's been on this phone like every BTE segment for like the last three months. Who's like, "Oh yeah, hi, Takeshta. Like, I always thought it'd be someone else. When you referring to Kota Ibushi? So whether Kota Ibushi comes into AW or not, I don't know. I personally think it's more likely now. I don't think that they would exp- they would do these references if he wasn't coming in. Um, but it would even out the numbers. If for, like, a five-on-five five situation. So, I don't know. I'm not going to say Kodobushi's coming in. But, like, if I had to put money on it, I would. Well, and I've,
1: I've thought that he would eventually come in. I forget what it was. I think it was during the Best of Seven or something. I don't remember. Um, but Kenny was wearing an Abushi shirt like on AEW. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh,
0: that's interesting. That's weird. That's suspicious." Like and it was the shirt. Um so if you're a New Japan fan, you remember back in the day, uh, New Japan was filming um like a like a little documentary YouTube video, not a full documentary, but a little a vlog, I guess, of Kota Ibushi, and he's training with Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega pulls that shirt out of his bag. And it's like a pristine white t-shirt, not messed up in the slightest. And then on Dynamite, the sleeves are cut off. It's dingy and dirty. So Kenny Omega has presumably been wearing this shirt a lot. Uh, and it goes back to Kenny Omega at the beginning of AEW. And his character, his whole thing was like, can Kenny Omega wrestle outside of Japan? When his like whole heart and his whole identity is in Japan. Not just Kota Bushi, but like, everything Kenny Omega did. So... I would like to think that he's really been holding on to that and that connection. And now that Kenny's, you know, back in New Japan and doing this Osprey feud, which is like a whole separate thing from this other story that Kenny Omega pulled in t- so many different directions. You don't come back from that many injuries and be like, let's do it again. <laughs> Run it back. Let's do it again. You don't do that. But I guess if you're Kenny Omega, you do that. Uh, but back to the Ibushi thing. I, I'm like... <clears throat> I'm wondering how they bring him in, because on Being the Elite, I think it's very much like Kenny is the only one who is thinking about it, and I think on his phone, you can make the argument that he's texting abushi or people who know Ibushi, um, and trying to figure out what's going on, and I don't think that this is on the Young Bucks radar yet, yeah. or Hangman. So, I don't know how they go about doing that.
1: I don't either. Um... <clears throat> I, Kylie and I were talking about this earlier. Uh, after we watched BTE, we were kind of talking about this episode, and we were discussing like how <clears throat> we would have kind of, you know, to turn, and then how we would bring in Obushi into that scenario. And I did kind of like a point that Kylie um, had made in the text, where she was like, maybe they. Like Takeshi turns, and then it's um, like BCC beats down the elite. They're outnumbered, and then Kota comes in. Or she did say, like, what if Matt and Hangman kind of conspire together to like bring in Ibushi? And I thought that that was kind of interesting too.
0: Yeah, because I do think with all the work that Don Callis has done on Dynamite and Rampage to alienate Kenny Omega and the stuff we've seen on BTE with Matt Jackson keeping the secret from Kenny Omega. I definitely do think Kenny Omega is going to take a step back from the elite. I think he's going to be heartbroken one by what Matt did and two by the fact that he kept it a secret for so long. Um, I think there's definitely going to be issues there. And so I wonder if, you know, the elite are outnumbered because the BCC with Takeshita, they would have uh, five and the elite wouldn't, they would have, you know, the young bucks and, Hangman. So they would definitely need Kenny. And so my theory was, maybe they bring in Bushy and that's how they entice Kenny back. Uh, if it was, like, a, a normal wrestling universe, I would think Cody, but WWE would never. They would <laughs> never. You
1: imagine? That would be so good, though. At, like, All In or something? I mean, listen. And this is me conspiring and being a little shithead, but... Listen, with the Young Bucks talking about how much they want to wrestle, you know, the New Day still and how they want to kind of go to WWE and all that stuff. Like, listen, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I don't
0: think so. They're trolls. But (laughs) could you imagine? I wouldn't turn it down. I'd be super into it. I think um, I think Cody has unfinished business with the elite, not just all elite wrestling, but with the elite specifically and i would it would be a real shame if that never like never got resolved on screen but i the abushi question is really interesting because abushi says that he has all these things he wants to do he wants to do the school he wants to do like what is it boxing mm-hmm. he wants to do wrestling and he wants to do all these different things so i don't know how AEW locks him down in a way that they could put him in the story. Which is objectively their best story. On TV. And not have him be like. Jumping all around the place. Um, but if they can work it out. They can work it out. I'm totally fine with it. And totally cool with it. But I do think that this story is. And, and not to like. I don't want to you know get into tribalism. WWE versus AW stories. But um, Haley and I talked about the bloodline. Whenever it was. Go find it. I don't know where. Um, About how it was, the story was about Jay. And it wasn't so much about everybody else. Like everybody else was basically staying the same. And it was Jay and Sammy. But this story, the Elite story, very much feels like it's about everyone. Mm -hmm. Even Nick Jackson, who is on the sidelines of the story, is going to be impacted by it. The same way he was back when Cody did this. And I know that they're going to give him his time to like do that portrayal. However, he decides to do it. I, I don't know, murder or something. <laughs> I, Nick Jackson confuses me. Like his whole character is like vibes. Like you can't really pin him down, you know? He's like a different man every day. <laughs> and we stand, okay? I do. I do. I love Nick Jackson. Um, but I do think that the, like Hangman and Matt and Kenny and Nick and Abushi maybe, um, and if not a I don't know who you put in that spot. Riho? Listen. Yes. Absolutely. I genuinely have no idea. Like if you don't have a Bushi, like the only other logical choice is Cody, and it can't be Cody. And like Adam Cole, like You could slot Adam Cole in there, but then like you would have to do so much work to resolve the beef with Adam and the young box.
1: Yeah. And that whole thing. And then like, you have
0: Roderick Strong. They're like, like, what do I do? Like, yeah, <laughs> I just <laughs> got here.
1: Poor Roddy. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't know.
1: But I guess that's kind of the nice thing about having a story that is so rich and so deep in its lore. That there's so many directions that they could take it. That maybe
0: we aren't even, like, realizing, you know? Yeah, and I feel like that's why... Uh, being the elite is so important. And I didn't realize until today how important it was. Because I do think if you just watch AWTV, if you just watch Dynamite, forget about Rampage, forget about all access and all that stuff. If you just watch Dynamite, I feel like you can follow the story mm-hmm. cohesively. But if you watch Being the Elite, I really do think like your the stories are so much more enriched by what happens on being the elite and not just the elite stories. Like Brandon Cutler, Brandon Cutler and Peter Avalon toward like a year long feud, primarily on being the elite, yeah. and which comes into play in the elite story. Um, not to like bring it too far back, uh, but Hangman on being the elite, on being the elite had told Brandon Cutler the Young Bucks are not your friends; they will never ever support you, and they did in the Peter Avalon feud. So the Young Bucks are good friends. So there's so much that happens on being the elite and it seems like a dumb weekly comedy show and these these, these like a lot of it seems like dumb skits but it's not and I think it's re- I don't know why the stuff isn't on TV. I don't know why the Dark Order isn't part of the story yet if they ever will be but the- Alex Reynolds being a conniving conniving little sneak yeah. and playing mind games with Matt Jackson to me, is an important part of the story so good and an important part of alex reynolds like character development like the dark order has always been like these comedy annoying guys who just like go on tv to lose but like they're beloved so it's okay but now we have alex reynolds who's being a manipulative a manipulative little bastard (laughs) like genuinely mean and malicious And blackmailing Matt Jackson, who's a beloved babyface. And they're like, that's not important for this BCC feud. Like, we don't need that on TV. You do!
1: And I I think ever since uh, The Elite came back, um, I have noticed, like, a shift in how BTE is kind of directed and, like, how The Elite story specifically is kind of filmed and i do like it more than how they presented it before if you know what i mean like now it kind of feels like like a telenovela or like something like that or like like we're getting an episode of you know a drama or something every week and it's not so much like you know the comedic stuff that we were seeing before with them like we still get hints of that with nick and stuff and kenny but it's more, like, serious.
0: And it feels a lot more like old being the elite. Um, back in, like, the Ring of Honor New Japan days where they had to use BTE to tell the stories because of, like, the constraints yeah. of where they were and what they were doing. um, And, like, there are other people on being the elite, by the way. It's not just the elite. Uh, e- every week, there's, like, different people. Ryan um, I
1: mean, Nemeth. Like, yeah, season. Ryan
0: Nemeth. He does he this whole Hollywood universe that has nothing to do with anything of what we're talking about, but it's good. Um, there's like vlogs. There was a segment, uh, it wasn't on this week, but it was like um, a few weeks ago of Trent Beretta just like mm-hmm. pulling fire alarms and stuff, <laughs> like and just being a nuisance, which was yeah. great stuff. Um, but the elite, like being the elite, is all about like the characters in this little universe. It's very much like there's vlog moments. But it's very much like this. You're supposed to believe that this is its own universe. That it's happening inside of AEW. And that everything you are seeing is real. Which I love. Um, Because with Being the Elite, essentially, they have unlimited time to tell the story. Like, you don't have to worry about TV time constraints and commercials. And, like, all that logistical stuff. Because that segment with Kenny and the Dark Order. And then the, the transition in Kenny and Matt. That would never be on TV. First of all, because it was sexually lewd. Second of all, (laughs) because it was way too long. But I loved it.
1: It was great. Uh, But I do, I feel like they could, correct me if I'm wrong, have they not in the past um, included like little clips of
0: BTE on Dynamite? I feel like they have. I think they did back uh, when Kenny and Hangman were feuding with the Young Bucks and they did that whole like you were a jobber in Ring of Honor thing. I think they did there um but they like overall i feel like they've been really hesitant to include parts of it one i i do think a lot of what happens on bte doesn't match like the tv style of aw dynamite but i do think there needs to be a conscious effort to like connect the dots between Mm -hmm. bte and aw and there's been a lot of good like they have done a lot of that and they've done it very well um I mean, the you know shining example, of course, is the death and resurrection of Adam Cole, yeah. which became part of the the beatdown angle on the Young Bucks. The mm-hmm. whole, like, did you think I didn't remember? Like, that whole thing. So that was, like, great. Because even if you didn't watch BTE, like, you might have knowledge that the Young Bucks kicked Adam Cole out of the Bullet Club. Um, so, like, you have that. But, like, the, the resurrection thing, it's just a little wrinkle in the story. Mm-hmm. But like to me, this Dark Order stuff is—I think it's like really, really valuable to the story that Matt Jackson is being pressured to tell Kenny Omega what happened. And I think if you just watch Dynamite, I don't think you're getting that—that that Matt Jackson is agonizing over telling Kenny Omega about what he did. I don't think you're getting that. There's I think you're getting. Yeah, I think you're getting that the Young Bucks. Um, are okay with hangman because we saw that months ago on tv and they're like caught between kenny and hangman but i don't think you're getting that you know matt it wants to tell the truth doesn't know how i don't think you're getting that hangman wants to be friends with kenny again that he doesn't know how to do that that he doesn't know how to cross that bridge um and that to me like you need to watch being the elite and refresh yourself on these stories Uh, But, like, the BCC feud, I totally understand why that would be central to wrestling TV. But ultimately, if you look at the BCC, especially because Moxley and Danielson are there, there's so much more story that you could do there that is on BTE. So I'm like, it drives me crazy. And I know there's time constraints, and there's not time for everybody on TV, and we only have two hours, which might become four hours soon, I don't know. Uh, But it's like, If you're not going to do this, it's like two different things. And like, sure, the the TV version of the Elite story, Elite versus BCC, just that is good. But there's a lot more that you could do here. And I think the part of what makes the Elite, as in, you know, this group, part of what makes them so great is their ability to tell these stories that are so interconnected and interwoven. And I'm just like... And do, like, do something. You could do, like, the tiniest, tiniest little video package, and it'd be great.
1: I agree. And I don't know. Even if they were, like, setting up this story uh, for the future, like, I feel like it's still integral to what's going on on TV right now.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I... um The Dark Order, like... They're not really doing anything. And, like, Heyman hasn't been on TV, so, like, this could be a good way to bring them in. Uh, I I don't think they would struggle to tell the BCC feud alongside this turmoil of the elite Mm -hmm. feud, because even then you get a good reason for the BCC to beat the elite, because this this whole conflict is happening. Um, And I almost feel like you have to, because I don't see how you tell the story of Matt either telling Kenny or Matt not telling Kenny in a way that doesn't include Alex Reynolds blackmailing Matt Jackson. Um, He just like suddenly remembered that this had happened and that he did this thing. Because he hasn't been acting as though he's upset about this. Yeah. Yeah. To to like just someone who watches TV, he's just upset about the fact that his best friends aren't friends. So, Tony Khan, listen, or Will Washington, like, listen. <laughs> I have a request. It's a small one. Listen, he gave us Sheeta. <laughs> listen, I just, all you have to do is connect the dots. Like, you don't have to do anything mm-hmm. crazy, but bring the Dark Order into the story. And I'm sure there's plans for that, maybe down the road, that they'll be part of the story, whatever. But, like, I'm watching it happen on Being the Elite. And then I watch Dynamite, and it's like, oh, that didn't happen. Yeah. You know telling I mean? Matt Jackson is such a good actor that he could come out on Dynamite, pretend he didn't just almost crap himself backstage. <laughs> You're telling me that Matt Jackson can go out and, you know, be with Kenny and, like, be cool and not mm-hmm. know that he betrayed him? It's Matt Jackson. He's the most dramatic him. person. He's a dramatic person. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He's very emotional. There's nothing wrong with that. We love emotional men, you know? He has cried in the ring. He has kissed Kenny Omega in the ring. He has screamed in the ring like every day. We know. And I, I'm i not buying the fact that that Matt Jackson, who, you know, comes out on does a promo or segment or wrestles, I don't buy that he's the same BTE Matt Jackson. Because I just saw him, you know, on The Verge of Tears. And I know he's, he's just came out. He's his pants
1: on BTE, confronted by his best friend. And then you're going to put
0: them on TV together, and they're fine. It's okay. They're it's fine. They're good. And I know for a fact that Matt Jackson is in a group chat with Hangman Page and Nick Jackson. That Kenny left, by that the way. That Kenny left. And he left yeah so kenny knows that matt jackson wants to do this but you watch on tv and it's very much like carry on my wayward son like everything's hunky dory <laughs> like kenny knows that matt jackson made that group chat and now it's what's it called hungbuck 69 or whatever nick said it was like that so i i'm just like first of all does kenny know and he just doesn't want to mention it does yeah kenny know
1: situation.
0: Yeah, does Kenny know that they chose Hangman before Kenny for the trios tournament? I I don't know. And meanwhile, Hangman has an eye patch on and is watching this all go down and ignoring the Dark Order's text. He's not talking to them. So it's like the Dark Order is part of the story, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, Tony. So like just put them on TV. It's not hard.
1: I also want to talk about another important part to
0: this story. The
1: cheese puffs. Listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't remember what episode it was. Last week or two weeks ago, I don't know. But Hangman, when he was sitting in bed, um, Evil Uno texted him and he was like hey like we haven't heard from you like just checking in like making sure okay whatever like meanwhile hangman's entire text thread with evil uno is just like where is the cheese puffs where is the cheese puff? like 20 million times and then hangman goes to respond like thanks and he deletes it and then in the next episode uno is kind of talking to the bucks and he's like um like oh like have you heard from hangman like how is hangman doing like whatever and Matt was like, "Nope, haven't heard from him." Lying through his little teeth, liar. And then he's like, or they started talking about the cheese puffs or whatever. And then in the next episode, Matt has cheese puffs in his backpack that he takes out of his backpack and he eats in bed, all solemn by himself. So upset, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's my favorite little little. Um, part of the
0: story and it's crazy that something so small could mean so much so and that's so- like the magic of being the elite i think because like you could never do that on dynamite because people would be like where's my serious wrestling this is so ridiculous so cheesy <laughs> if i wanted to watch a teen drama i would put on freeform <laughs> and that's what they do that's how they talk <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm I'm like really really enjoying all the storytelling happening on Being the Elite, um, and I'm really 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 enjoying Kenny Omega on this run he's having, which is like he's just grieving, like grieving in like every direction. It's like Kota Bushi grieving, like he's been grieving Kota Bushi for years, and Will Ospreay like Will Ospreay coming at him like 24 seven, like 365, like every day. Like that's upsetting. The young bucks is upsetting. Hangman is upsetting. So he really has no one. Like even Knack and Brandon Cutler are like better friends now than Knack and Kenny Omega were. Like you're more likely to see Knack and Brandon Cutler doing something than you are Knack and Kenny. So I don't know. I don't know where Kenny goes with his character. I'm super super excited about it.
1: I am too. And since he's come back off of injury, we haven't. I mean like he's done single stuff, but we haven't gotten to see a ton of it. So I'm excited to kind of see how that singles run kind of progresses through uh the BCC stuff, the dark order stuff, all that.
0: And I um I also just cause we haven't mentioned it, and we well we did mention that this episode of BTE was like sexually lewd. But <laughs> Basically, the dark order come in and it's like innuendo, and you should go watch it. But yeah. basically, they offer to be Kenny's friends. Friend. Say- <laughs> Listen, we all know <laughs> that that they have proclivities that you know they were sleeping in Adam Cole's bed for a long time. Mm-hmm. And now they're not friends with Adam Cole, I guess. I don't know. But they offered to be Kenny Omega's friends. And to me, that's significant. I don't think the Dark Order would, like, offer to be his friend, like, nonchalantly because they're Hangman's friend and they know that there's, like, drama there. So, you know, manipulative Alex Reynolds, like, t- take him aside. But Eve Uno and John Silver, like, I think it's genuine that they want to be friends with Kenny Omega. And I just know that Alex Reynolds is going to break their heart.
1: And it kind of feels like a Don
0: Callis situation. But, like, Alex is gone,
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. trying to, like, scout these, like, vulnerable, upset
0: people. <laughs> and, like, exploit them and bring them into the Dark Order. <laughs> like. I think it's very much a situation of, like, the Dark Order hasn't had a lot of luck recruiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anna Jay is gone. She's in the JAS. Yeah. Um, most people in the dark order are now gone and they haven't recruited anyone else. And I also think he's probably tired of losing all the time. Yeah. I think Alex Reynolds is not like John Silver and evil undo where he just content being, you know, a good guy, having fun, doing all that stuff. I think he's very much a guy who has like high wrestling ambitions. And I think in a lot of the segments where Alex and hangman are on BTE, I think that comes across, especially when hangman is like working for the world title and wins the world title. I think Alex has always been ambitious in that same way, but just does hasn't had the same level of success. So in a way, it like mirrors the hangman story of Hangman and the elite, seeing Kenny Omega getting all the success, seeing the Young Bucks getting all, all the success and Cody, and not being able to do it himself. So there's like so many like parallels between Alex and Hangman that the Alex and Matt feud feels natural because of the hangman and Matt feud that we just saw.
1: I agree. Um, And I also wanted to talk about, because I was taking a sip of my water while you were talking and I thought about it, um, the past couple episodes of BTE, Kenny has been drinking out of a water bottle, but when he's drinking, he's like covering it like this, and it's like a mysterious liquid, and I don't know what it is or what it means, but I'm scared.
0: (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I don't know, because okay- BTE is drug free. Everybody knows that. Straight edge boys, but we did start this episode with Kenny Omega on an IV. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Either it's like, I don't know, maybe it's like super energy drink, and he's it super like-
1: serum, like he's a freaking Avenger, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> he's like I want to be Captain America or like Captain Canada. Uh, <laughs> and so i'm gonna drink this liquid but like no one else can know about it because bte is drug free and like the way he's drinking it too he's like he's like chugging it he's chugging it down so i don't know what it is maybe it's like antidepressants <laughs> but listen like maybe that's why he's so big you know what i mean like maybe it's this drink
1: <laughs> that's just making him stronger and
0: it's It's like go-go juice. (laughs) You remember um, back when A.W. first started when uh, they were doing that thing with Hangman that he needed to be full gear ready? Yeah. Maybe this is Kenny's full gear ready moment. (laughs) I don't know. But it's like the way that he's drinking this. Kenny has been so weird on BTE. First of all, there's been more Kenny recently, which the last like, I mean, if you take out the part where he was gone. Like, he hasn't been on BTE this consistently in a long time. But he's always on his phone. He's drinking his random drink. He's, like, distracted. He's doing push-ups. He's, like, going into his match and leaving. So it's, like, what is going on in that man's head? And I think the
1: only time we saw him on BTE after he got injured was, I don't remember what episode it was, but he was, like, at home, and they were, like, talking about the full gear stuff. But, like, Kenny had no idea what they were talking about. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was, like, a, a brief little moment. But, yeah, you hadn't seen him on BTE until, obviously, he came back. Um, and he still wasn't, like, super consistent, but, like, he's really, he's appearing a lot lately.
0: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm really into it because I'm sort of like, Kenny Omega girly? Um really I never would have guessed. I never would have guessed. <laughs> and I'll take Kenny Omega like on BTE anytime because like the little glimpses we get of him doing push-ups before a match or like in a match and Brandon Cutler's like narrating, which I miss. I love Brandon Cutler's little narrations. I love also when you watch back a match and you can see Brandon Cutler with his camera. <laughs> he's like filming the match. He's it's so funny. Um it's like anyway, I love Brandon Cutler. Everybody knows that. Um, but to me, I think that means like the story's really like getting going <laughs> and I'm not making promises, but I think like this dynamite will be really, really interesting. Uh, one, because of the Claudio Ray Phoenix match, uh, which Claudio has been doing stuff in Ring of Honor that's like secondary to all of this. But the Lucha Bros have, you know, the connection to the Young Bucks. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Claudio wins this and the BCC ends up with the Ring of Honor tag belts, maybe Claudio and Yuta something like that, um, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, But then also this cage match with Kenny and Moth, which a cage match or like a stipulation like that, a lot of those are like blow-off matches. Like that's the end of the feud. Mm -hmm. Um, But you and I mentioned this on uh, In the Weeds, whenever whenever that was, whenever Mm -hmm. we were on that, um, that it very much feels like this is going to be like big matches, big matches, big matches. Uh, not at, like, a best of seven, but, like, they're going to do a lot of gimmicks uh, because it's, like, this is a blood feud and it's hardcore, and you know how Kenny and Mox get. So, like, if they just did Kenny versus Mox, like, that's a downgrade. Like, we've had Kenny and un- versus Mox in unsanctioned match. We had Kenny versus Mox in a barbed wire death match. Like, you can't just do a regular match at that point. So, I'm excited for that for that match, but also for how Kenny comes out of that match.
1: Me too. And I think uh, I think we mentioned this too when we were in the weeds, but like how the Young Bucks kind of play into that as well, and uh, you know, like their thing kind of being gimmick matches as well. Um, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how they kind of get tugged into that. If we maybe get like some tag team stuff as well, um, I don't know. I'm really interested in the feud. Got to
0: say, I also just have to say this: uh, when the elite are all reunited, we need a special wrestlers on the road ordering room service. Listen, Listen I missed that series. Wrestlers on the road ordering room service was so good. Listen,
1: <laughs> I love it, but we need to bring it back. So, anybody watching, um, tell them to bring it back, please. Do Tony Khan, if you're watching. Please, Will Washington, somebody,
0: somebody, somebody here. Can somebody make it at AEW, please. They they stopped it because it's COVID, but like you could do it now, like vaxxed and ready. Like let's go. Period. Like there's so many that they need to do. Like one with Adam Cole and and Roddy. Like that'd be so good. And you could use that like to tell more stories. And if when Kyle comes back, we can get like a. Tr- no Robert, Fish. Robert Fish is uh, not allowed. He can eat his food in the hallway. <laughs> you know that picture of Hangman in catering? That, um, That's Robert Fish.
1: That's going to be Bobby Fish, yeah.
0: Yeah. I Robert Fish doesn't know this, but I have beef with him. I don't even know why.
1: <laughs>
0: I just do. Yeah. Where's the lie? I don't know. Where is it? i'm sorry bobby fish what Maybe, one, been day been maybe one day i'll sort it out my distaste for robert fish and i used to really like him but then one day i was like it's robert fish what an episode this has been truly <laughs> this has been like it feels like this was like two seconds but we're like we're coming up in an hour so Haley, i'll let you do your final thoughts
1: Oh, uh, my final, final. I can't even speak. You say Lionel? I don't know what I said. Lionel Richie? In AEW? <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, my final thoughts. Um, You know, I think my final thoughts for this week, I'm just going to say I'm just so happy that Kylie is back. We've had a lot of, like, turmoil with the show. You know, me going off and having a depressive episode and Kylie having to kind of take the gears, and then just health stuff getting in the way, but I'm happy that we're kind of, like, back on track, and we get to do this. And, again, like Kylie said at the beginning of the episode, um, we want to do more kind of standalone episodes like this that don't revolve so much around news week to week, Um, so if you have anything that you want to see us talk about, uh, you can leave it in the comments, whatever, Um, but we definitely want to start doing more of these, because I like the kind of format.
0: I do too. And I feel like this one was kind of spur of the moment because um, we had a plan, but then BTE happened. And all of a sudden it was like, this is so much more interesting than the bloodline. Um, Sorry, bloodline. Um, But basically we wanted to do this and I'm glad we did because I've had a lot of fun sitting here talking with you guys. Um, And I genuinely do think that well, one, I was surprised that so many people didn't know about all the stuff happening on BTE. And two, I think it really, you know, wrestling is about stories. And I think giving people all the information about the stories that we can is important. So I had a lot of fun doing this. Haley, do your plugs. You guys can follow me on Twitter um, at HaleyN underscore. Still
1: working on that cookbook. It should be finished this month. So when that happens, I'll let you guys know. Um, I also have a Substack that I'm currently working on a few posts for. Um, it's called The Wrestling Muse. You can subscribe on my Twitter. It's free. And also, I just made an account on the Cloud app, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Um, I posted it on Twitter, but it's the same um, username as my Twitter. So, Also, Colby, I love you, too. <laughs> I love how you only super chat. Me, and not your sister.
0: It's a shame. I wish I had family support. I'm alone. I'm like hangman leaving the elite. (laughs) (laughs) Out on my own. Gonna be world champ. Sorry. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at fuller underscore Kylie. Um, If I do a show, I'll post it there. Um, I have nothing else really interesting happening. I just finished the semester, so I'm Hopefully going to be doing some fun things this summer. So follow me on Twitter to hear more about them. And this is Fightful Overbooked. This is um, a channel with a lot of shows that cover a lot of things, wrestling, non-wrestling, and different aspects of wrestling, uh, fashion, you know, more news side of things, drama side of things, story side of things. So there's something here for everyone. So subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. If you're watching this after we go live, hi, you're welcome. Oh, I couldn't swallow for a second. I thought I was gonna choke live on air. That was scary. I was gonna say you're welcome to be here. Um, like this video, comment below. Um, comment below, like your thoughts on the elite and everything, but also like ideas for standalone episodes like this because we can do the news every week and we can talk tag team news every week and it could be fun. Um, but I think with after WrestleMania, I think most people have realized that WWE tag team news has kind of been like. On the decline. Like I I told Haley earlier, maybe I don't think this is an unpopular opinion, but it might be a little um tense. My interest in the bloodline has like like it's there. Like I'm 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 just not into it. But I would love to do more standalone episodes like this. And it could be about anything that you guys are interested in. Um even not just AW. Huh? I said even the bloodline. <laughs> yes. If we can end it at WrestleMania, period. <laughs> um Not just AW and WWE either. Like anything you want it's to talk like about, any of that. Um, uh, Five overbooks plugged. Um, yeah, I think I covered everything in the big plug. It's it's like I'm racking my brain trying to remember how to do it because it's, it's, it's been a couple weeks. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad we did this episode. This BTE was so good. Everybody, go watch BTE. Stop not watching it. You, know, you so, Sure, Dark dark Elevation, they're over now. But like, you didn't need to watch those. But like, BTE, it's like 20 minutes. Watch it. Do it. That's the real final thoughts this week. Watch BTE. Yeah. What are you doing with your life? You have 20 minutes to watch BTE. You're in the shower? Why? Watch BTE. <laughs> You're working? So what? <laughs> Take your phone out and open YouTube and watch BTE. Yeah, you know what? You're making dinner. Who cares? Order takeout. Watch VTE. See you next week. Oh, same time, Monday, three p.m. Right here. Five overbooked. See you.